What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another Warp Factor Fiction. Whether you're watching this on our YouTube channel or listening to us on any podcast platform, thank you so much for your support. And if you are supporting on our Patreon and got this early, thank you even more. We really appreciate all that support. You can join up too. These are Patreon exclusive shows. We have other ones as well. And I am your host, Mick Manhattan, joined as always by now. If you caught our live special, he got a promotion, Lieutenant Junior Grade Thomas. How are you, buddy? I'm doing good. Well, actually, you asked, you requested, because once you become an officer, uh, it is customary to call by your last name with a mister in front of it. So, Mr. Manhattan, how are you? I'm doing good, Captain. <laughs> Thank you, sir. How are you doing? All right. I'm doing well. I'm doing well. I got excited. Uh, we're in the Strange New Worlds now. This this episode covers <laughs> Strange New Worlds Season 1, Episodes 1 through 5. And next week, we'll have four, uh, 6 through 10. And then October, make sure to come back and check out Strange New World Season 2. But I'm excited, man. I'm really enjoying what I've seen so far. What do you think? I've really liked it so far. I think it's been really good. I I cannot agree more. I like everybody that's a part of it. It's fun to see the Enterprise back in action. It's got that lighthearted, fun touch to it. And I just, I'm, I'm overall just like really into it. I like Ethan Peck as spock who is a near and dear character to my heart uh but to see anson mount really step in as pike he's be quickly becoming one of my favorite captains yes that is really he's really good in this i think everybody is but i think uh even peck and anson mount have been doing the best yes and then we do get some other familiar faces sort of show up throughout time and it's it's very cool to see everyone sort of coming in and like that we know of course one of them being uh Celia Rose um Gooding is playing Yohora but she's a cadet at this point you know this is about mm -hmm. 10 years or so before Kirk takes over and she's really catching her bearings under Pike mm -hmm. yeah she's been doing well as well I like her in it she's had a lot of really good B storylines so far so I am I'm definitely enjoying it. I want to see where they take her character even more because she is such a deep character in the lore of, of star trek you know mm -hmm. i think the doctor's been doing good as well i don't think he Benga. has he been introduced before yeah uh, no i've never heard of him before this and manga is his name in the show that's his character's name but i really like the layers everybody on the show really they add like a good layer to it there's a familiarity to what we know in star trek you know i like lieutenant ortegas who's uh flying she's the helmsman mm -hmm. on the on it um ensign christine played by jennifer hall uh is great uh you know and i really enjoying christina um chong as nunian singh lieutenant nunian singh yes i like uh chapel as well chapel's been doing well yeah actually it's been really cool to see nurse chapel come back but uh for sure but if you're ready let's get into the first five episodes how's it sound yes all right so the first episode of strange new worlds is called strange new world in this episode uh captain christopher pike of the uss enterprise is still suffering through seeing this future and where he ends up which we all know as star trek fans uh and if you don't know i'm not going to ruin it for you at the moment but he got a glimpse of his future on discovery when he was introduced in season two and we talked about that in the last episodes so in this episode he kind of put himself in an exile he doesn't want to go back out uh, and but they need him for a mission. His number one, mm -hmm. known as Una, uh, who we knew was played by Michelle Barrett in the original unaired pilot, and now in this one is played by Rebecca Romaine, and doing a fantastic job in it. So he is called into action because they are captured on a planet where they're trying to make first contact. So his self-imposed exile is now over, and he's back at it as the captain. What did you think about this first episode? I liked it. I really did. I, I feel like they could have started it a little differently because i feel like 
they could have done in Pike's introduction more. Like, I feel like if they had added an episode where it's kind of just, like, Pike in exile, just, like, a little bit of showing what he is in exile, kind of, like, to start it, and then this be the second episode, mm-hmm. I think that would have been cooler, but... See, I, I like it though. I like this one. I think I think this one really showed you who Pike is because in Discovery we get a really cool idea. We get this cool captain introduced and a cool show. It's different and it's a famous name we've known for a long time. So to see this step in, and I love how they bookended it by starting him watching the day the earth stood still, which is a huge sci-fi movie directed by Robert Wise, who also directed the first Star Trek, the motion picture movie. So it was cool nod to that. Then you fast forward to the end and he has to plead with these people and what they're doing and, and, and the, you know, the devastation they're causing. And he does it the only way he knows how the same way he sees in the day, the earth stood still that pop culture really sparked with him. And he gives that speech. He lets them know, who they are, what they can end up being because he's seen it on Earth's history before. I love that, and it really nailed down who Pike was for me. I like the way that they had the two people fighting and then, like, with Pike in the middle because it reminded me of the Doctor Who scene where Capaldi had, like, the two scene, the two sides, like, the humans and then the aliens, and, like, they were going to go to war, but then, like, the Doctor stopped it. That, I thought I thought that was a cool aspect. That's a great point. I like the cor- a correlation with Doctor Who, for sure. I, I really did like this episode. It really established everybody in a really good way. It And it also kind of separated itself from where it was in Discovery and a lot of problems that people had. Like, how do you go forward after that? What does it look like? You know, an entire ship and an entire crew in Starfleet is gone. And we're just sweeping it under the rug and everything to happen. But this takes off and it kind of goes in a direction that I really enjoy, like the original series did. And I I really think I needed that. I needed that breath of fresh air that I got from Picard season three and this. Who was your um, shining character? Pike, hands down. Yeah, it was Pike for me. Uh, Una was second, but it was Pike. Una was great in it, but Pike won won and out for me just again because of that correlation that he had between the day the earth stood still yeah the whole the whole show episode really hit landed really well for me i really liked it and so who's your you said pike was your shining star in this uh yeah. what was one of your favorite aspects of this episode it showed kind of like oh it was sort of like how it's going right now is how i took it like how the world is with the kylie planet and then like how we have and i just how i took it like how you have to step up and stop all the violence and such it's kind yeah, of stand, at least violence. stand against it you know mm-hmm. no for sure so all right let's move on to episode two children of the comet that's right an ancient alien relic thwarts the enterprise crew from rerouting a comet on a track to strike an in- inhabited planet what did you think of this episode it was great i think it was better than the first one yeah. although i don't think it had as many like i uh, like references to other series i don't think you you see i don't think you could have done like this episode as the first one it starts out really good i think you needed that exiled pike it builds up the whole storyline of him the whole major through line um and then also sets him apart as a captain who is yeah he's in he's for the action when he needs to be but he can be reserved step back and talk his way out i it was a very beautifully um married version of like 
Jonathan Archer and Captain Kirk, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. And in this episode, when he invites him to dinner and there's this whole thing to it and how he kind of plays this whole thing out, absolutely loved it. It's one of my favorites so far in the season. Yeah. I don't think they could have started with this one because you didn't need that introduction. I think it was perfectly placed. They could have done it like on sec on the third or fourth episode, but I think this was placed really well. I wish that they would have gone a little bit more into the story. Like maybe instead of this just being a one-off, I think it would have been. I, I kind of like the idea that it was a one-off. It reminds me a lot of those special episodes that we got in other series of Star Trek. One that draws to mind is uh, the episode of Enterprise when they have to, uh, you know, they're going through the storm and they have to hide out in the nacelles, you know, and like the entire, I don't know if you remember that episode, but the entire crew was there and then they had the alien visitors there and it became this whole, it was like this crazy sort of one-off adventure that really worked and told a good story and had a good message to it as well. Mm -hmm. Who was your shining character in this? I think again, it has to be either Pike or Spock. It was hard for me, but I have Pike on this, but it was either Pike or Spock. I have Cadet Hora. I think she shined really well. She put she she did a great job with the, as a linguist on this, uh, but also dealing with so much more going on, being a cadet, kind of being charged in to the crew on the bridge. I really liked how she handled herself on this one. Mm-hmm. Um, so did I. I think she could have been like second or third. I don't know. I didn't see her as shining as much as the other two, but she was played really well in for sure all right let's go on to episode three ghosts of illyria that's right una must confront a secret she's been hiding when a contagion ravages the ship incapacitating the rest of the crew while pike and spock are trapped on the barren planet of Aurelia during a storm this was a really good episode we got a good backstory to nuni and singh we got a good backstory to una you know and we learned that she's a a really uh illyrian and why that is such a big deal within starfleet and the federation in general uh what did you think of this episode it was very contained episode but i like that i like it but there was one thing that was kind of like a little goof but uh when una ordered a whole a shipwide blackout you could see multiple after that you could see multiple running lights in like the quarters and ship corridors so if they were trying to um completely starve the people who wanted the illumination they were failing yeah i mean that's a good point and i like where i like where what you're saying but i mean it is a goof let's just let's let suspension of disbelief kick in and just say they couldn't get it from that that a little amount of light. <laughs> Who's your shining star in this one? Uno. Yeah, Uno for me too. Uh, Nuni and Singh was really good in it as well. So, all right. Yeah, I like the doctor as well. Yeah, Mbenga was really good in this too. And we and we get in we get more backstory to Mbenga as well as uh, with his daughter and what's going on with her. So it kind of sparks a little bit mm-hmm. of intrigue into him and who he is. And I like him so far as the doctor. I love that he's wearing the straight up shirt that bones wears like that's the doctor shirt. So he is in it to win it. Cause like, even when you see nurse chapel and her nurse's outfit for Starfleet is very different from the outfit that we got in the original series, um, Mm -hmm. a very different look and such. So I dig, I like it. Don't get me wrong. I don't care about the change, but I really like that. They kept the doctor in the Mm -hmm. original series outfit all, all of it like it just looks fantastic but and i'm in my doctor get up you are you got your blues on man you got to put on your uh your 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 insignia and you'll be good to go i got i unfortunately do not have one of one of our awesome snobs merch.com star trek shirts 
uh, I have on a horror snob shirt today because I was recording a uh, a horror sh- one of our horror shows. So I'm sticking with this for today. But you can get this and other awesome designs over on snobsmerch.com. Plug, plug, plug. Thank you. Uh, anyway, <laughs> uh, so Una was our shining star in this episode. Uh, what was one of the big things that you really loved about this episode? I kind of like Chief Kyle in it as well. I like the transporter chief. I like the character, even though he doesn't really do much. I just like the hair character yeah you know um for me i really like the character as well I'm, I'm definitely with you on that uh but one of my favorite things in this episode was seeing spock and uh pike really having to work together but like you can tell they're friends you can tell there's respect for each other they've been through a lot together but there's still enough to learn about each other you know or learn mm-hmm. from each other so i like that aspect i thought they did a really good job isolating those two so una c- could shine in the episode um mm-hmm. all right Let's go on to episode four and our second and last episode on this episode of Warp Factor Fiction. Pike must find unconventional Starfleet methods to deal with a malevolent force that attacks the Enterprise. Let's talk about this episode. What did you think about it? I really like this episode. Yeah, so did I. So what One are some of, of your things, favorite things? I like the way the Gorn. Yep. Yeah. And I also like how Nunyan sing uh how she's like i just told them that humans boarded and uh took over the ship at least i hope i did i like that quote it was funny yeah i i really liked I, and again because we knew she had talked about like how her family was attacked by the gorn and like she has a good understanding working understanding of them and, the, and their species and when they're attacking and we've never really seen the gorn before in this world in this universe of course as star trek fans we've seen the gorn quite a few times so for this to actually have them in action attacking i thought was really cool it was seemed like a mm-hmm. good threat it seems like a good villain to kind of have presence because you can't really use the klingons um you can and honestly after the war it makes more sense why the klingons are like quiet for a long time because they were very quiet in the original series mm-hmm. you don't see them much in the original series at all they're just like sort of a force that's out there. And then you have yeah. this one that, you know, it, we've got our good explanation, but I like the Gorn being sort of a threatening replacement right now. All right. Who was your shining character for episode four? I'm going to say it was either Dr. Mabenga or Nunyan Singh. Uh, Nunyan Singh probably shined more, but I liked uh, Dr. Mabenga more in it. So I'm going to say Mabenga. But even though Nunyan Singh did have a bigger role. Uh, both great choices. Uh, Nunyan Singh, I, I like. She did shine really well, but Spock for me uh, was the shining character in this one. Uh, uh, stood out and i really enjoyed where he went with it but we are moving on to episode five and the final episode of this episode make sure to join us next week so that way you can check out see episodes six through ten and we'll cover all that as well so episode five is spock amok now if you remember amok time was an episode that was very famous in the original series we found out what Ponfar is what the Vulcans go through in terms of puberty and mating and, you know, getting married and how it affects them. Well, we get an earlier glimpse, sort of a prequel of sorts to this, where we have a personal visit that causes a comedy of errors during Spock and Pike's crucial negotiations with an unusual alien species. Uh, The species is very much a, a type of species without giving too much away. Uh, Somebody that, kind of mirrors who they're talking to and they don't really like pike to begin with so they want to talk to spock a vulcan who is very logical and his body gets transferred into his soon-to-be wife's body and it does become a comedy of errors i thought it was a fun episode i didn't mind this too much what did you think of this episode Tom? It, i think it was funny it was very funny to me 
I think this was supposed to be more of like the humorous episode of the season. I also thought it was really well acted as well. Yeah, I thought they did such a fantastic job. Spock, of course, is my shining character. I'm just going to say that right out of the bat. But yeah, I thought they did a good job. Uh, I love the way Pike kind of reacted to finding out this information. Like, okay, he's still cool about it. He's still got to figure out. He has a problem to figure out. So this will wait right now. We just have to figure out how this works for us. And I loved how it all played mm-hmm. out. So uh, for you, one, you know, in this, what does this episode really fall? Is it like one of your favorites? Yeah, I think it was really funny. And it was pro- probably one of my favorites. And I do have one question. Which Spock what? was your shining character? The Spock Spock or the T'Pring Spock? Like T'Pring and Spock's body or like Spock? I'm going to have to give it to both of them. I know T'Pring's not really a bridge character and we usually stick with the bridge characters, but we've given it to Mega and he's not a bridge character. I'm going to give it to both of them. T'Pring and Spock deserve it. They did a great job. And actually, because we don't see T'Pring that often in the original series, so there's no real attachment, it's a muck time where you really get introduced to her and what the backstory is. This added a whole new layer that I really enjoyed about it. I gotta go with the same shining character as you. I think both of them. So overall, we're halfway through the season. What do you think of it? How's it look? Are you excited to kind of continue keep going? Yes, I'm very excited to continue and keep going with it. I think season two is going to be really good as well. And I really hope they make a season three. I'm right there with you, my friend. They are, in fact, doing that after the strike is over. They said they're ready to get started. Uh, I'm excited for it. I think Strange New World is a great show. Uh, It really encompasses the joy factor that star trek has always held like a lot of people tend to mark it mark on that stoicism and kind of what kind of show it is i think this show is a perfect example of what star trek really is it's smart it's fun it's witty it's comical they go all over the place you're not just going to get dry storylines that are throughout you're going to have different monsters of the week sometimes and it's always going to be a good time i really like the star trek monsters of the week like the star trek monsters of the week are like really good much better i think than almost every other monster of the week that they can do i'm excited for when you get to the original series i want to see what you think of that and that's coming up soon so until next time guys Make sure to check out Warp Factor Fiction. It is available on our YouTube channel and available in our uh, in any podcast platform a month after it premieres on our Patreon. So all of our patrons get early access to all of our stuff that's pre-recorded or specialized shows like this. So go check it out. We have tons of other perks as well, and we'd love to have you on. Part of the Snob Nation community. Join up on our Discord. Join up on our Facebook group. Let's talk about it there and follow us on social media. So, but you got to know when it's coming out. So, you got to hit that like button, hit that subscribe button, hit that bell. So that way you know when everything's coming out. Anyway, take it away, Lieutenant Junior Grade Tommy. Thank you so much for being my partner on this ride. Take us out and we will talk to you soon. Live long and prosper. See you soon. That's right, everybody. See you soon. Until next time, take care.